Hey, real quick, before we dive into the episode, I have a little gift for you. If you head over to cwa.ai solutions, you will find all my podcast episodes organized by the problems they solve and in video form. No login or email needed. So if you want a video version or a solution to any of your problems, head over to cwa.ai solutions. All right, let's get into the episode. And I know that a lot of people do this. They're just like, yeah, I'll have a few drinks, take the edge off. I feel more social. But if you need something to feel social, what does that really tell you? You're masking something with a band-aid. Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. In the last episode, I talked a lot about things I wish I would have done different when I was younger. So in this episode, I want to piggyback off of the last and talk about things I wish I would have avoided or I would avoid if I could go back in time to when I was in high school. Now, the reason I would have avoided these things if I had the wisdom I have now is because these things were not serving me. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you can identify some things that may not be serving you and you can look towards eliminating them or at least limiting them to some degree, if you believe that it is in your best interest. If you're new here and you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, also known as Cole World on social media. I have around 6.5 million followers across all my social media platforms. And the reason I have created this podcast is to help my community solve their problems. I've been in social media for almost five years and I've always had a strong connection with my community. Over time, I've realized that my community is struggling with the same exact problems which I went through when I was younger. And when I say younger, I'm not saying that in terms of I'm super old, but rather in terms of when I was just younger in middle school and high school. And I think that it makes a lot of sense for me to speak on some of the lessons that I've learned so far in my life to hopefully provide some insight to those individuals that are currently struggling with normal problems of anyone who is around that age. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're coming back, welcome. If you're not a first-time listener, you know that I talk a lot about the insecurities which I had in high school, how I wasn't actually confident even though I tried to portray that, how I was putting on certain faces and certain characters for certain individuals, and how I really struggled to find myself in high school. And I completely understand that now when social media is more popular than ever, there's so many expectations for what it means to be a teenager, for what it means to be someone who's at the cool age, if you know what I mean. I am someone who fell victim to those pressures of society and those around me, and I want to help you guys understand some of the things that I wish I didn't do, and then I'll explain the reasoning behind why I wouldn't do those things. The number one thing I would avoid or at least limit much more is alcohol. That's right. Cole used to drink a little bit, whatever. When I was in high school, I definitely had a few drinks here and there, and I know this is pretty common, and let me first say for anyone who has not been drinking yet and you're in high school, congratulations to you. There is a overwhelming amount of scientific literature that points towards a correlation of drinking alcohol underage and the limiting of brain development. Not only that, but alcohol impairs your sleep, which if you guys don't know, I'm a huge proponent of prioritizing your sleep. I've talked about how to prioritize your sleep on other episodes, so make sure you go listen to that. And as a side note, I highly recommend you listen to Dr. Andrew Huberman on how to optimize your sleep because a lot of what I've learned has been from him. And quite honestly, he would be able to portray the information better than me because he is a professional in his field. I'm not a professor of neuroscience, so obviously for the time being, I am limited in my capabilities to explain to you how to optimize your sleep. But 
I don't want to get on a tangent. Let's go back to what we were talking about. Alcohol has to be the lowest ROI activity that there is on this earth. And once again, I don't want to get too much into the science of it, but the reason that you feel drunk when you drink alcohol is because your body is trying to process the poison, which is alcohol. You're literally disrupting your body's internal homeostasis. The systems are getting disrupted within your body, and that's why you get drunk. And it's trying to eliminate the alcohol from your system, and that is why you feel drunk. Once you're not drunk, the alcohol has left your system. But, of course, there are still negative effects. As I've gotten older, I've just realized that consuming alcohol in general is just super low return on investment. And the reason I say that is because now whenever I drink alcohol or I think about drinking alcohol, I think about how if I drink too much, I'm going to feel shitty the next day. And if I feel shitty the next day, I'm going to sleep in and I'm not going to get up at the normal time I get up. And I film my podcast in the morning. So then I'm going to miss my podcast and it's going to throw off my whole day. Now I've slept in. I might be hungover. Also, there's zero nutrition that you get out of alcohol. It's just not a great substance. Now, obviously, if you're underage, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol because it's illegal. But let's say that you're 21 or you're over 21 and you want to drink alcohol. Obviously, by all means, you get to make your own decisions. But through my experience, I have definitely not found many benefits from drinking alcohol. I honestly sometimes used to drink alcohol to feel like I was normal or feel like I could talk to people at parties and it just was not a good habit. And I know that a lot of people do this. They're just like, yeah, I'll have a few drinks, take the edge off. I feel more social. But if you need something to feel social, what does that really tell you? You're masking something with a Band-Aid. Now, obviously, I can't tell anyone what to do and what not to do. But like I said, if you're underage, it's not a good idea. And through the scientific literature that has been portrayed again and again, you are literally hurting your ability to be smarter. You are making a decision to make yourself dumber the more that you decide to drink. And that even goes if you're 21 or older. The brain is not fully developed until you're about 25. So right now, what I do, since I am of age, is rarely drink, like ever. But if I decide to drink, it'll be a special occasion, maybe a dinner every couple months with an old friend or a special occasion with family, and I'll have a couple drinks, but I don't get shit-faced anymore. It's just really not interesting to me. Like I said, I wake up hungover, feeling gross. Even after I have a couple drinks now, I just don't feel good. I don't feel like myself. I never want to feel different than my normal self, and I don't want to go back to when I was in high school when I would drink sometimes to feel like I could socialize in certain settings. It's just not a great habit. So I highly, highly recommend that, obviously, you're not drinking underage, but also... For anyone who has not started drinking in high school, I promise you, you are on the right path. It is not lame to not drink. Matter of fact, it's fucking cool. And I have mad respect to anyone who is not drinking because your brain will be growing at the normal pace. So be happy with yourself if you have been able to do that. And if you are currently making that decision, that doesn't mean you're a horrible person. But understand that there are consequences to your actions. And there's a cost for everything. And it must be considered, in my opinion. Hey, Cold Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share it with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. The next thing I would avoid, social media consumption. As of now, I probably consume five to 10 minutes of social media a day, and that is of recently because I've been looking on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram 
for certain types of content to learn from. And what I mean by that is that consumption of social media is part of research that I'm doing for a business that I'm a part of. Now, I really, really want you to listen here. The honest truth is that a large part of social media is not helping you. If you just sit on your bed or while you're eating food or in class and you're just scrolling on social media, watching pointless, mindless content, it is wasting your time. There's literally zero ROI on doing that. It's a waste of your time. And we've talked about dopamine before. You only have a limited amount of dopamine. So if you are essentially in a way spending all of your dopamine on consuming pointless social media content, where do you think you're going to get the dopamine to actually go and pursue meaningful long-term goals? It will slowly become non-existent. And like I said, we're not going into the science in this episode. You can go listen to my other podcasts about dopamine and motivation and drive, which I highly recommend you do if you're struggling with motivation or drive. But I would go back into high school and stop consuming so much social media. I would watch hours and hours of YouTube, Instagram, TikToks. And I'm not saying all social media is bad and you need to cut it out completely. For me, that's basically what I do, but it works for me. And what I do is not gonna work for everyone. But what I can say is that most people who do consume social media are not consuming the right parts. They're just consuming the brainless content and wasting their time. So if that is you, I would highly recommend that you reconsider how much time you're spending there and possibly allocating it towards something else. Because every hour, two hours, three hours that you spend every day on social media could be used towards building a certain skill that may prove to be much more lucrative later on in your life. This is how you separate yourself from your peers. You look at where is everybody wasting their time? Am I wasting my time there too? I am? Okay, let me pull myself out of that pool and put myself in this small pond, this pond of self-improvement, this pond of growth. A lot of people like to stay in that ocean of social media consumption and mindless scrolling. But if you can pull yourself out of there and go to the small pond, growth and real information that's going to benefit whatever you want to do, that is how you separate yourself. Remember that. The third thing I would avoid is having too many friends. Now, you may listen to this and think, well, what do you mean? You didn't have any friends or you don't want to have any friends if you could go back? No. What I'm saying is that back in high school, I was trying to please everyone. I was not being myself. And as a result, I found myself trying to be friends with everyone. And as a result of that, I was not being my true self. And like I said earlier on in this episode, there's so many societal expectations when you're in high school and college. You're told to be a certain way by society. Typically, individuals around that age group like to act in a certain way. That appeals to the masses. It's hard to be yourself. It is. This is just the reality of life, how our society works, especially in the West. Now, in my personal experience, having all these friends, or at least trying to have all these friends, pulled me in so many different directions that I felt like I had to please their standards and their expectations. And as a result, like I said, I lost who I was. So if you are currently in that situation where you feel like you're not being yourself, I ask you, who are you friends with or who are you trying to be friends with and why? Because for me, that was a huge turning point. My junior, senior year when I was like, you know what? I don't really care about being all these people's friends. I'm just going to do my thing and see where I end up. And I ended up really tightening up my friend group. And as a result, I started to understand who I was more. As a good rule of thumb for me, the more friends that I've had, the less that I really understand myself. But the more time that I spend alone and have less friends, but I mean close friends, the more I understand myself. And as a result of you spending more time alone, which is something that I also advocate for, be able to spend time alone and sit with your own thoughts. You find out who you are and then you find out who you really want around in your life. Most likely the reason that you may not have super close friends, but you have a lot of general friends is because you don't spend enough time alone and think about who you really are. And therefore, if you don't know who you really are, how are you supposed to find people that resonate with you? Interesting, right? The next thing, and I see this every single day, 
Snapchatting people. Back in high school and freshman, sophomore year, I did the Snapchat streaks thing. I thought it was cool. It's just kind of what people did. But it's the most brainless bullshit I've ever heard of. And I see people doing it every day. I just don't understand how people can continue to do this after I brought it up so many times. But the reality is that I do understand at the same time because I used to do it. I don't want to drag this point out, but all I can say is that if you have Snapchat streaks, you need to cut that shit out because it is the biggest waste of time. And if you feel like you need to maintain friendships on Snapchats by keeping streaks, that's a massive, massive problem. And you need to reassess what your values are and how you define friendships. Because if you define friendships by a little emoji next to someone's name, and a number on Snapchat, there's a high probability that you are not being very critical of yourself and your time, which you need to be critical of yourself and your time in order to become the best version of yourself. Where are you spending your time? Is your time getting spent by you taking a picture of the wall and putting it in a black or a black screen and then putting a squiggly S and then sending it to everybody with a number and emoji next to the name on Snapchat every day? Is that your value of friendship? Is that really the expectation you set for yourself? Is that how you want people to value you in a friendship? By an emoji on Snapchat? It's, it sounds crazy, but this is what people are doing. It's the biggest fucking waste of time. And I used to do it too. I have no idea why. Wait, I do. That's because society was pushing that upon me and all the people around me. It was just normal. But just because something's normal doesn't mean you should do it. The next thing, too much video games. Now, understand that I actually still used to play video games after high school a little bit. I played a lot of Rocket League, a little bit of Call of Duty, but mostly Rocket League. But in high school, I was playing hours upon hours of video games. Call of Duty, Rocket League. I don't know what other games, but I played a lot of games. And growing up, I was always a video game guy. And don't get me wrong, video games are 100% fun, but they don't benefit you. They don't serve you. Unless you decide that you're going to play pro, typically they're not going to be serving you. And I also understand that everything in moderation is okay. Don't get me wrong. But for me personally, I've decided to put that in my past because in my current situation in life, it is not serving my purpose of what I want to do. Now, hear me out. If you are playing video games and you want to be a professional gamer, you want to stream, let that be your passion. But I'm saying if you are just playing them as a hobby or a pastime, ask yourself, is it really serving what you want to do in life? And if it's not, maybe it's time to put the controller down and spend that time elsewhere. Remember how we just talked about the ocean versus the pond? Do you want to stay in the ocean or do you want to go to the pond? It's up to you. And the last thing is prioritizing my sleep. Now, in this episode, I'm not going to dive into how to prioritize your sleep and how to optimize your sleep because I've covered that in multiple past episodes and you can easily find it by going to my past episodes about sleep. But one thing I really didn't understand until even the past couple of years is the importance of sleep and optimizing my circadian rhythm and getting my sunlight in the morning and delaying my caffeine intake and not allowing blue light or bright overhead lights between 11 a.m. and 4 a.m. All these little things that are very simple, honestly, are so important to your energy and your optimization of life. So I highly recommend if you are not prioritizing your sleep and your sleep schedule's out of whack, that you focus on that before everything else here. Because sleep is the foundation of success. Sleep is the foundation of a healthy mind and a healthy body. If your sleep is messed up, all these other things are going to be a hundred times harder to limit if you're looking to limit them. With that being said, I hope at least one of these things is something that you decide That may not be in your best interest, but all I can do is provide you guys with some of my insight and some of my experiences because I am just me and you are just you and you get to make your own decisions and I hope that you make the right ones. I'll see you in the next one, Coral Army. 